0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new good Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. good Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. Welcome in on this Thursday, a baseball Thursday, at least for one team here in the state of Mississippi, but that's not what I'm going to be talking about today, at least not at first. Uh, We had, I I can call it big news, I think it's big news come out yesterday, and it's after a a Zoom meeting that a few athletes had with the head of the NCAA uh, that proves that Mississippi is about to have a major advantage in recruiting, at least for a little while. I don't know how long it's going to last, but at least for now, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and even Southern Miss have a major recruiting advantage over almost everybody else in the country. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today right here on the morning live stream. I am Michael Warke. Thank you. For tuning in and making this a part of your day, I'm always glad that you are with me. Getting a little bit of a late start had some equipment malfunction earlier. I I really just flipped the the wrong switch on my mixer, but that's okay. Off and running now. Uh, Thankful that you guys are with me. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media channels. Just search my name. Also, YouTube. The YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Just search my name right there. Subscribe on YouTube. And, of course, the podcast feed. If you're watching on the stream, this is in podcast form Mike in the Morning on iTunes. My name still isn't pulling up on iTunes. I don't understand why. I don't know what changed. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, In Spotify, my name will still turn up results, though. Don't forget to subscribe uh, to the podcast. And uh, let's get started. So uh, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Big news in the state of Mississippi. It's kind of inadvertent or on accident But like I said, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, major advantage in recruiting, at least for now. Let me give you the details. Four college basketball players representing, you guys remember the movement I talked about it, the not NCAA property movement, had about an hour's worth of a Zoom call with Mark Emmert, the head of the NCAA. Apparently, they left the meeting disappointed, especially with his answers to name, image, and likeness questions. The athletes on the call, uh, they had two men's players, one from Rutgers, one from Iowa, and women's players, one from also Iowa and one from Michigan. They were requesting Mark Emmert to issue, issue a blanket waiver for name, image, and likeness for this year while everybody else kind of figures it out. So that's what they're asking the head of the NCAA for. They want, since... A small number of states are about to be able to have their athletes benefit from name, image, and likeness. These athletes wanted Mark Emmert to grant them a blanket waiver to allow every athlete to do it at least for the year until things get figured out. On July 1st, four states, just four states, will have name, image, and likeness laws that are active. Those states are Florida, Alabama, New Mexico, randomly. And Mississippi. There are seven other states that have passed name, image, and likeness laws, but those take into effect next year or years down the road. Four states will have their college athletes allowed to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. Remember, that is separate from the school. The school will not be paying the players. It's just name, image, and likeness starting on July 1st. Uh. Jordan Bohan, and one of the athletes uh, that was in that meeting, spoke to the Des Moines Register. That's where I'm reading from. And characterized Mark Emmert's response as, quote, noncommittal. Quote, he kept reiterating that he wanted Congress to make a decision. I was very direct with him, saying that I think we both want Congress. We both know Congress won't act with it. And the longer we wait, the more complex the issue becomes and also said that when he asked Emmert what would happen after July 1st, if athletes in those four states begin making deals to profit off their name, here's the big one. He said he would not punish them. I countered and asked, what about the states that don't have name, image, and likeness? He really didn't give much detail with that response. He said he had hoped something with Congress would happen or the NCAA before that happens. Here's a, a quote from Mark Emmert. We would go into a period in July that would be pretty chaotic where we had some states that allowed it and some states that don't. In each of the states, there would be different policies around what was or was not permissible. So between now and then, we'll have to make some decisions about what the schools want to do under those circumstances and how we adjust to the new reality. But our hope is that we can get a bill passed in Congress that preempts the chaotic circumstance. Um, boy, that's funny. Um. Gross incompetence doesn't even begin to describe it here. But luckily for us in Mississippi, we are going to benefit directly from the NCAA's gross incompetence for the first time. Southern Miss basketball recently, I mean, got shot to the moon because of uh, shoddy testimony in an NCAA investigation, but that's all they needed. Mississippi State is currently serving probation because a student athlete got a test taken for them. And Old Miss, you guys know that story by now, I'm sure. Excuse me. Ugh, allergies. Anyway, um, gross incompetence. I, I mean, that is the head of the NCAA saying to athletes, well, I hope, hope Congress does something. If they don't, I don't know. I mean, how embarrassing is that? <laughs> I mean, that that is that's just horrible. But here's the thing to take away. Was that one little bit right there? That the school, the four states that currently have that, going into effect on July 1st, those athletes will not be punished. That's very important here. Those athletes will not be punished because you guys know the legislative process takes time. Like I said, 11 states have signed a law like that, but only four are taking effect right now. Tennessee had a bill like this actually die recently. The legislative process takes time, takes a long time. I do not expect, I'd be shocked if Congress act, acted on a national level before July 1st. But even if they do, right now, Mississippi has an advantage, a major, major advantage. The NCAA's gross incompetence is helping us here in this state, in the schools here so much It's really hard to describe. So, ironically, recruiting is going to open back up also this summer. You haven't really been able to host official visits. You can get on Zoom and stuff like that, and and that's great. But recruiting really opens up this summer as well. So, when these schools, Old Miss and Mississippi State and Southern Miss, start hosting official visitors starting, I think it's June 1st or June 2nd, the dead period, The quiet period will end next month, at the end of next month. What they should do, what they will do, and what will really help is when they get Johnny Four Star on campus that's getting recruited by LSU and Texas A&M and Tennessee. You know what Ole Miss and Mississippi State and even Southern Miss can say to these kids now? You, if you come here can run a camp and get paid for it. When you come here, a local car dealership can have you be their spokesman. If you come here, you can sell your jersey and get money for it. If you come here, you can run ads on your Instagram page. If you come here, you can make a Cameo account and have Ole Miss fans all over pay you 50 bucks to give them a personalized message. Cameo is awesome, by the way. Really cool. If, I nailed um, – it, it was a birthday present for my wife a few years ago. Getting one of the actresses from the office uh, to to give her a personalized message was awesome. Um, these kids can do that. There's a platform for that. You can't do that at Tennessee. You can't do that at LSU, although, you know, insert joke here about not being able to get paid at LSU. Um, you can't do that at Texas A&M. You can't do that at Georgia, can't do that at South Carolina, can't do that at Clemson, can't do that at North Carolina, can't do that at Ohio State, nor Oklahoma. You guys get my point? They need to, and I suspect they will, hammer this home in recruiting over the next few months because they have a major advantage, but it's only temporary. It's only going to last a, a short period of time because you've got seven other states that already have a law. It's just going to come into effect a year or multiple years down the road. And I promise you, other states are going to get in on this as well. I mean, you honestly think Louisiana is going to let Mississippi get and Alabama get in on this and not act soon? I doubt it. But while you've got this opportunity in front of you, Mississippi has this opportunity in front of them right now and I suspect they're going to take it. If I'm Will Hall, if I'm Lane Kiffin, if I'm Mike Leach, right now I am on the phone with every recruit. I'm sending them that quote from Mark Emmert, and I'm sending them a link to the article of Tate Reeves signing that bill into law saying, if you are a college athlete in Mississippi, you can get paid using your name, name, image, and likeness. And 47 states, you cannot do that or 47 46 states you cannot do that. Not a math guy. But you can hear. I would hammer that home and I think that will get received by these players and recruits and it will give you an advantage. This cycle you've got one they're going to take it over. John says you said it yesterday. Doesn't the name Frank Gore have some value and recognition? Hell yes it does. Huge advantage to live one state income tax tax next. Um, legislative session. Yeah, that would help a lot. Yeah, the, the fewer taxes, the better. That's the that's the political road I'll go down today. I don't think many people would disagree with that. Uh, we pay too much in taxes. There's your politics of the day right there. Um, but seriously, and, and it's so simple. To, we get asked so many questions. I've talked about this before on here and answered a lot of these. But yesterday, for example, We had a couple of people ask, will this divide a locker room? And it's a fair question, certainly. I'm not going to knock you for asking that question. Um, But but my answer is no, not really. So on July 1 or July 2, whenever they're actually allowed to do it, um, I imagine that Matt Corral, for example, his name is going to be in really high demand. I just, you know, if I was a local business I would use Matt Corral to help me sell stuff. He's pretty popular right now. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but he's pretty popular. John Rice Plumley. I mean, you you don't think that kid could help people around the Oxford area sell some stuff? I mean, so they're going to be in pretty high demand. Um, Will that divide the locker room, though? My answer is no. Are there bad apples in every bunch? Sure. Will there be a guy that's probably jealous that those guys are getting paid while they're not? Probably so. But the beauty of name, image and likeness and why it makes the most sense is because the scholarships and the room and board and the meal plans and the cost of attendance stipend and stuff like that remains. So, while Matt Corral and John Rice Plumley, for example, Jane Wally at Mississippi State, for example, Frank Gore Jr. at Southern Miss, I imagine that name is going to carry some weight. And, and somebody in Hattiesburg is going to want Frank Gore Jr.'s name on something. That's just my guess. Um, the scholarship goes untouched. So, Matt Corral or John Rice Plumley or, or Wally or Frank Gore Jr. getting something does not mean that it's being taken away from somebody else. And these guys, these locker rooms are pretty tight. I used this example on the radio yesterday. Um, If Matt Corral, I keep using him as an example because he's Mississippi's most recognizable player right now nationally. Um, If, let's say, I don't know, local car dealership wants Matt Corral's face on a billboard and wants him to do an autograph signing on July third, or do like a fourth of July special. Come see Matt Corral, get his autograph, take pictures with the old Miss quarterback, and he gets paid for it. Most of his teammates are going to be pumped for their friend. Um they, they want to see their their buddies secure the bag, you know, they're they're supportive of that. They they appreciate that. Um there will be some that are jealous, I'm sure. But the majority of that locker room, if not everybody, will be happy for their guy because their scholarship, their situation, their room and board, everything is still taken care of. So they're not losing anything, not losing anything. And they also have that same ability. They can amass followers on Instagram and monetize that platform. They can run a camp in their hometown and get paid for it. I mean, Jerry and Ely. He's from Jackson. You think the Jerry and Ely football camp wouldn't have a bunch of young kids from Jackson paying the $40 registration fee to get a T-shirt and instruction from a few Ole Miss players and Mississippi State players? It, I mean, a lot of people can benefit from this. There will be more from for some players than others. Some players won't get anything at all because they're not that valuable. But the scholarships will not be touched. Their room and board will not be affected. Their cost of attendance will not be affected. And they still get to play ball. And there will be opportunities for them. NFL players, NBA players, Major League Baseball players get paid more than others. Get more endorsements than others. But they're all good. They're getting theirs. They have a chance to get endorsements if they were marketable enough. It's all good. So no, I don't think it'll affect the locker room. I, I think mostly, uh, most everybody in that room will be able to benefit in some way or another. And welcome to the real world. Some people uh, work a lot harder than others and get paid much less. That that's a lesson that that you learn very quickly in life, as I've as I've learned, and I, I'm sure all of you have. Some people get paid more. Some people have more value uh, than others. That's just how life works. It's never too early to learn that lesson. Um, Never too early. And we've had people ask us about taxes. I paid taxes when I was in college. I'm sure these schools will get these kids set up with an accounting professor or something like that and get that taken care of. Filing taxes is not that difficult. (laughs) It's really not. Um, so that that's really a non-starter for me. But this is a big deal. It's a really, really, really big deal to me because this is a true advantage. I think we've got great college towns in this state. I do. I Actually, I, I've been to Hattiesburg, obviously, a handful of times in my life. I really enjoy Hattiesburg. I think we've got good college towns here. So fans of Ole Miss and fans of Mississippi State and fans of Southern Miss like to think that, oh, a kid's just going to come to Starkville and just fall in love. Well, College campuses and towns are pretty sweet for every 17-year-old. Like, I know you love your town, but, a- again, as a 17-year-old, college is awesome. The visits are awesome. The facilities are cool. Uh, they, they let you hang out with older guys, and you go to the bar, and there's girls there and stuff. Like, it, it's, it's great for everyone. Yes, I believe Oxford is a cool town. It's a selling point, but everybody presents their towns very well. This this is a real thing. It's a real advantage. And for however long it lasts, I, I can't imagine that they're not having meetings right now talking about how we can adjust our recruiting strategy around this. There's going to be a bunch of guys at the spring game in Oxford this weekend. I'm sure Mississippi State had a bunch as well. Talk about it get people talking about it because it's, it's real. Like it's not manufactured. It's real. When they visit your campus, when they're allowed to have a presentation about, Hey, here's Mississippi state's plan for name, image, and likeness for you. Here's a few ways you can market yourself, build a social media following, be responsible on social media. Here's a couple apps like cameo that you can be a part of. Mike Leach has a cameo. Here's local businesses, stuff like that. Here's how you market yourself. So when these kids and their parents are visiting your school and you sell them on the education, because they're still getting an education, you sell them on your football program, and you also sell them on their ability to capitalize financially while they're there, it really matters. So for however long this lasts, before Congress acts and make it makes it a federal thing, which I do believe is coming, um, Anthony Gonzalez, the the representative from Ohio, I've referenced here a couple of times. Uh, He played at Ohio State, was a really good player. Um, But he's now a congressman who's working on name, image, and likeness. Roger Wicker, the senator from Mississippi, is also working on it from a federal level. Uh, He was on Pat McAfee's show talking about it. So there's momentum there. But if it doesn't get done this year, hammer that home. And you've got a big-time advantage. So big news, and I I know it's happening right now, but big, big news. Will it affect the locker room? I honestly don't think so. What about taxes? They'll be fine. I paid taxes when I was in college. They'll be able to to do so as well. Um, This will not affect the scholarships. This is not the school paying the players. It's completely separate from the school. The school can't help them secure these endorsements. You know, the school can't help them secure these endorsements. Will it be used in recruiting? It should. It absolutely should. So big-time news and a big advantage, at least for now. And I really love it for – I've said this before, I'll say it again. For the uh, non-revenue sport athletes, I don't know if you guys noticed, Mississippi State women's golf, for example, just made the SEC championship. I think they lost, but they made the the championship match. Ole Miss women's golf has been ranked. Um, Mississippi State, excuse me, Ole Miss had a national champion golfer recently. Mississippi State women's basketball until this past season um, was really popular. These non-revenue sport athletes can now benefit more than you would think. Brayden Thornberry, when he was in school, could have taught lessons to little Johnny for $50 an hour. The Mississippi State women's golf team, I mean, if I lived in Starkville and I had a girl that, a daughter that wanted to play golf. I would absolutely love to have a college golfer teach my daughter lessons. I would absolutely pay for that without a doubt. I would. So those athletes are now getting a chance. Also, it's not just football. It's not just basketball. The Mississippi state women's golf team just went to the sec championship. I would happily pay for my future daughter to get lessons from a college golfer. Absolutely would. So it's not just football. It's not just basketball. It's everybody. But anyway. um, But let's turn the page. Uh, John asks, uh, he was looking forward to uh, Saints draft predictions from Deuce yesterday. Mike Dettillier would be the makeup guest. I'll reach out to him, actually, see if he's got time. Uh, As far as Saints draft goes, I think that it's pretty simple. I think the first round will be either defensive back, any of the multiple defensive backs that are first-round caliber. Um, or the guy from Tulsa, the linebacker, who is already up to 270 pounds, so that that may not be exactly the fit they're looking for. But I think it's defensive back, especially now that you don't really know what's going to happen with Marshawn Lattimore. You needed a defensive back anyway. But now that he's dealing with what he's dealing with, um, being in possession of a stolen gun, Um, um, anyway, defensive back. I I think that anything else in the first round, unless it's, is it Zayvon Collins? Yeah, Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. Uh, most people think that if he's available there, the Saints would do a hard look, maybe even draft him, but they need help in the secondary. And that's what I would use my first round pick on, uh, any of the defensive backs. Uh, that they've will have available in that moment, but it's defensive back. It's linebacker. They need wide receiver help. Um, unless they get really lucky and have somebody like Rondale Moore drop to them. I mean, maybe we'll see if they, they like Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Um, one of those two guys possibly, but I think the second round is a better option for them because while they need the wide receiver, it's not as desperate as their need on defense. Um, I'll give you some names next week, John. How about that? I'm not prepared to talk about the draft right now, truthfully. So I I will look at uh, some mocks and big boards and stuff like that. And um, since the draft is Thursday of next week, I will um, bring you a better list of names and rounds that I think the Saints are going to go. How's that? Uh, How's that? Also, we got baseball tonight. We have baseball tonight. What's up, Craig? How are you? Um, Ole Miss and LSU. Very important series for Ole Miss. Although I think it's a it's a winnable series. I think they're better than LSU. They are at home. This should be a bounce back weekend for Ole Miss, where they should get to. I mean LSU's really reeling right now. Like I said, they're better. Mike Bianco's son will be playing second base. I think uh, <laughs> for for LSU. Which, oh my gosh, if he hits like a walk off home run to win a game. Mm. The, the message boards. Yikes. But um, very important series for Ole Miss this weekend, and that gets started tonight. So, of course, we'll talk about that tomorrow and then get you ready for Mississippi State and Vanderbilt as well. But opportunity for Ole Miss to start piling some wins back together after three pretty difficult weeks. So that's it for me. Thank you guys so much. Uh, like I said, late start, so I've got to get going. But thank you guys so much for tuning in hope what i said makes sense about the recruiting advantage because we've got one here for at least a little while old miss mississippi state southern miss if, if they're not they need to be capitalizing like crazy on the current setup because the head of the ncaa himself said athletes will not be punished for taking advantage of the laws and only four states will have that law starting on july 1st so Y'all have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Very thankful for all of you. Check out the radio show in the afternoon, and uh, I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow morning for some baseball recap and preview as well. Why not? So talk to you guys tomorrow.